You are welcome to the fifth episode of the SNC Show. I have with me today another young Nigerian music producer and audio engineer breaking ground in, in the music industry. In what seems to be a short period, this young man has produced numerous records and worked on various projects for lots of Nigerian artists such as Olamide, M.I., Fino, Rontown, Sheishe, Bino, Leo Cash, Temi, Owasa, Adekunle Gold, K-Switch, Pepanazi, DJ Spinner, Mo Cheddar, Wale, Mo Easy, Ajebota, Lynx, DJ Exclusive, Vector, Chai K, Terry Apala, and Mai Hunter, to name a few. His breakthrough came in 2012 when he produced the hit singles, first of all, and Fucking With The Devil, off Alamide's YBNL album. He also produced the majority of the songs on Alamide's Baddest Guy Ever Liveth album, a feat which got him a nomination at the 2013 Headies. He was equally nominated as a producer of the year at the 2014 Headies and at the 2014 Nigerian Entertainment Awards. He also produced Olamide's In Your Mayweather album, Two Kings, and Olamide's most recent album, The Glory. By now, you should know who, I'm, who I have with me on the show today. It's none but the one and the only Fields. Yo, what up? Welcome what to up? the show, Fields. Yeah, it's good to be here. Thank you yeah. so much for doing the show. <laughs> me today, how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm fine. How's your day been going? Um, I'm gonna sleep in sleeping all day. <laughs> <laughs> because I showed up here and you're like, yeah, sorry, um, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I, you said you've been working since. Yeah, yeah, I've been working since, so I'm just resting. Okay. So, uh, how's your 2017 started? Um, it started really good, yeah, because, um, for me, just like every other day, Joe, it's just the normal hustle, grind, and try and try and become you know better than you used to be and all that. But 2017 has been awesome okay. so far. Okay. Did yeah. you make any New Year's resolution? Nah. Do you ever I'm do this? No. I'm a big fan of. Why? Uh, it's just. I mean, it's just an excuse to. I don't know. I just don't see any point in waiting for a special day before you can do something or before. I mean. Every day should be a you know mm-hmm. should be a new year for everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of setting new year resolutions and then waiting till January first before I start and then I start and then and then you don't follow through exactly. Okay, all right. Well, just so that you can get you here as out of the studio as quickly as possible, can you just tell us about who Fields is? What is your passport name? As I always ask people when it comes. <laughs> to- <laughs> uh, my names are Moses Philip Kayode. Yeah. Uh, I was born in Ogun State, mm-hmm. you know, by a very fantastic dad and a very wonderful mom. Uh-huh. And, you know, we moved to Lagos and, you know, the the whole whole production thing started for me from 12. So from 12 down to this time, it has been good. I, yeah. heard, I read that you started music as a 10-year-old singer in yeah, the church. Yeah, as a 10-year-old singer in so church. So you used to sing yeah. in the church? Yeah. So I still sing in the st- church. Oh, really? Yeah. What church is this? Um, it's God's Culture. It's in Badagri. Oh. Yeah. oh you go to Badagri for... Yeah. Oh, wow. You're That's very... like my foundation church. So oh, so you... Yeah. Exactly. That's really cool. Yeah. So you also play the piano and the drums yeah. and the drum machine? The drum, the drum machine, the saxophone, the oh, wow. piccolo, and the guitar. And you play them extremely well? Yeah. Wow. How did you learn how to play the, um, those instruments? Um, they're all self-taught. Basically, I just picked them up and just do a lot of YouTube. And at the point, my parents thought I was doing Yahoo because I, I went to the cafe like two, four, seven, like all the time. So I, I did a lot of YouTube and a lot of materials, read a lot of books, you know, so, so just self-taught. So while you were in high school... How did you, because apparently you got into music yeah. while you were in high school. Yeah. Can you talk us through that, you know, process? Um, it was a bit tasking because, you know, you know, balancing the two is a bit, but um, my pastor helped me a lot because um, I, I didn't have a, a computer back then because, you know, hustle, street and all that. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a computer back then, so, you know, my pastor gave me his you know, laptop yeah. to use. So basically, I just when I go when I come back from school, I do my homework, and from then till the next day, I'm with the laptop making beats. Mm. So most times I don't sleep. Most times I doze off in class. Wow, that's how bad it is. So you but I try to just balance the two. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, I was I was quite a brilliant, you know, student. Yeah, okay. Because I went for the um, there was a, there was a point point where I was the state champion for the whole Calbe for the mathematics oh, competition wow. thing that's at that time. Yeah. yeah. So I tried to balance balance the two, but there was a time when the grade started slipping. Yeah, but I had to just. 
So it had just been a roller coaster, mm-hmm. really. So you've been a genius from the from the. From the I try. <laughs> I try. <laughs> so just, I try. <laughs> just come back to um. You said your pastor gave you um the computer. Yeah. I remember like reading during the course of my research as I was preparing to yeah. interview that your pa- your parents became angry with you yeah. and that it was your pastor that intervened yeah. and explained to them that yeah. this was your passion. Yeah. Can you talk more about, you know, the experience uh, um, and the relationship you have with the pastor till now? Yeah, it all started when I when I went for my first show. Okay. It was for, for school and I was supposed to perform um, Ivietna Goli's song. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was at a hotel first, so I, uh, I was away from home, so I had to sleep in the, the hotel, hotel till the right, next yeah. day. So that was where it all started. And my dad was like, no, I can't go, blah, 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 blah. And my dad was, he, 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 he's a retired soldier, so, you know, yeah. the old things did their blood. <laughs> so, <laughs> so after I had two pins and stuff, I actually ran out of the house to my pastor's house okay. to chill for like a week. Yeah, so he was the one that called my parents, parents and sat them down and told them, you know, this is my passion. And she just... um let me chase my dreams and stuff. And my dad actually had a vision as well of, you know, the whole thing. And the next um, the next week, he just called me and told me, okay, if this is what I really want to pursue, then, you know, I should go for it. Yeah. And since then, he has been trying to be okay with it. Oh. Right now, I think he is. You've made a name for yourself. Yeah, and it's, I think no, as I think a parent, you'll be proud that your child yeah, is. Yeah. That's cool. So in terms of the, your pastor... Yeah. What is the relationship with the pastor like? Um, he's he's my guide and every day. Mm-hmm. Like I I still spoke to him yesterday. Like we see every week. Yeah. We, you know, he gives me a lot of wisdom yeah. and a lot of you know OT orientations about <laughs> life and stuff. So. Yeah. It was oh, still really cool. That's cool. Really cool. Yeah. That's that's nice. Shout out to your pastor for you. Shout know. out to him. Yeah. <laughs> for looking out. So, in terms of how you work on a musical project, can you take us through that process? I am going to get to the specific songs that you have worked on, okay. but I just want to know how you come up with um, ideas, whether it's beats or melody. Can you walk us through that process? Okay, um, I'm a kind of person that I I get inspired by everything that happens around me. I mean, I can hear a sound and just get inspired like that. So I, I, I use whatever I see around me at that point in time to make music, to be inspired. Okay. And then I just open my laptop and just... I just start coming. All right. Basically. So do you also use your personal experience, like what you're going through? Yeah. Some people say they don't do that anymore. I do. Okay. I do. I still do. Okay. Every day. Now, my next question for you is, what production tools do you use? Um, I use Logic Pro X. I what? used to use Logic 9, mm-hmm. but now I use Logic Pro X. Okay. And is yeah. Logic your go-to My software? go-to. Why 100%. is that? I don't know. I just fell in love with it. I used to be a, a Footy Loops person, mm-hmm. but then I met she, um, Shizzy. She's mm-hmm. my very good friend, by mm-hmm. the way. She's introduced me to Logic. Oh. And then once I started using Logic, I just never looked back, man. Oh. Okay. We are in your makeshift studio. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> before, yeah. we, before we came on, you talked about you have a studio here and then you also have one in your room. One in my room, and I have a studio, a professional studio at the office. Well, this is a really good question. <laughs> um, as a producer, which one do you prefer working in the most and uh, that you feel like would give you the best working experience for what you're trying to create? Uh, my room, of course. Your room? My room, of course. Huh. Why is yeah. that? I don't know. It's just comfort. It's just, you know, um, I'm not, I, I don't like official things like I'm not a, fan, a big fan of the whole office space mm-hmm. uh, good morning sir welcome to the office sir please sit at the reception mm-hmm. I don't like the whole I'm just a wake up turn to your left sit on the on the chair and make music okay yeah, but, so it's, that's okay. it yeah. okay so if an artist wants but what if an artist wants no to... then of course we come to I can't oh. carry out no no I know no, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, that's not what I mean. What I'm yeah. saying is that um, in terms of working with an artist, would you prefer like your home studio or a professional studio? I prefer my home studio. Now, you worked with Olamide for the majority of your career. Yeah. How did you meet Olamide? Um, I met Ola through ID Kabasa. I was I was an intern under ID Kabasa for mm-hmm. about two years. Mm-hmm. So that was where I met Ola, and you know we just became brothers from there. Then we were like the the. Should I call it last on the food chain? And but we, 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 we were studio rats then, so, mm-hmm. you know, we're the one that used to go and buy rice and buy wow. more and God, buy plantain. <laughs> yeah, and buy fuel oh, for wow. the studio sessions and stuff. So, you know, at, at night, when the studio closes, we stay back and we steal Kabasa's password so we can mm. so we can log into his computer and use it to work. <laughs> and then by morning, we just put it into one hard drive and delete it off the, the, system. Of the system. So that was how we started working together and we just... 
you know yeah. just connected from there and what, what was it about Alamedi that that made you people just click was it that you know did he just have a very positive yeah, drive yeah, he has a very positive spirit. vibe yeah it's crazy positive and he's very hard working okay and you saw that in your and he can't well. frustrate the shit out of you <laughs> but he's very hard working yeah it's very very hard working okay. and that's what I saw and he's very musical people don't know it he's very very musical yeah I mean he's, I think from just even when you see him tweet so, so certain things he tweets about you're like oh he's very yeah. his music taste is very varied it's yeah. not one dimensional yeah. now do you have any interns that uh, no not yet because I was about to say that you sure, sure you know that they'll soon start stealing your own password and of course of <laughs> course I know I know I, I have plans. Mm-hmm. There's something I'm, I'm coming up with in 2017. It's called the Mr. Producer Academy. Okay. It's a school. It comes in three sets. So there's the beginner's um, course, there's the intermediate course, and there's the advanced, advanced course, and then there's a the master class. Now, the people that get to the master class are people that are going to be my interns. Oh. Then I, I'm going to pick um, three people from the master class, and I'll give them the license to use the Mr. Producer name. So you can be either Tayo Mr. Producer, or John Mr. Producer, or something Mr. Producer. Now, um, since you worked with Olamide for the majority of your, car- your career, and you yeah. produced the majority of his work, how do you ensure that you stay fresh and your production does not sound the same? Like, um, I try as much as possible to be very vast with listening to music. Like, I can listen to anything and get inspired by anything. My inspiration is not re- restricted to one certain situation or one certain condition, or it's very generic. I can get inspired by my my mom inspired me on one song actually. What song was that? Yeah, um, um, Eledami. Ah, yeah, she inspired me with Eledami, the beat of Eledami. There's this guitar intro. That she plays, she plays the piano. Oh, yeah, a bit, not too, oh, okay. not too much, but she mm-hmm. plays a bit. So she, she was playing this intro one time. You know the and she was just playing that loop, and then mm-hmm. I was like, okay, what was that? <laughs> and then she taught me how to play, it, and then I just took it and just created a progression out of it, and that was mm-hmm. it. Shout out to your mom. Shout out to my mom. Is she getting royalties for this? Oh, so of course, of course. <laughs> Of course. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, uh, feels. Uh, you better like, send me money. Okay. Get the reality, so steady. 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 <laughs> 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 Shout out to Mom. Jassy yeah, got. I swear, man. That's cool. Then you talked about, um, what was the other song you said? Turn Up. Turn Up was inspired, was um, in church. In church. Yeah. So talk about, talk a bit more about that. I was playing for, um, you know, the sermon thing where, you know, the pastor's pushing and you're just, yeah. you know, giving, creating the yeah. ambience and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So I was doing that and, you know, I was playing the piano and a pad mm-hmm. and I was just, Freestyling, and then I just play because I was trying to play two part changes. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did the pastor give you side eye? No, no, no. Nobody even knew. Nobody even because uh-huh. I I coded it. Yeah. You know, and I was playing and then I recorded it on my phone. Oh wow! And I got to the studio after church. Wow. So I get inspired. Yeah. I don't play with everything around me. Mm-hmm. Now, um, can you take us through how you went about producing tracks such as first of all? Ah, first of all, it was a very stupid session. Let's hear about the session. I still feel up to now that first of all, it's like one of the the weakest beats that I've ever made. I, I don't really? know why I feel that way. Because I made that beat in, in 20 minutes. The song was done in, in an hour, 30 minutes. Wow. The whole song. The mixing and mastering as well. The mixing and mastering as well. Wow. The whole song. Like, everything was done in one hour, 30 minutes. It was me, Olamide, B-Banks... Pumba, any money. Okay. We're in the studio together and then, you know, we just started vibing and, you know, all I just wanted that Azonto Ghanaian vibe and mm-hmm. we're like, okay, let's try and, you know, for the first time, let's mm-hmm, try and go mm-hmm. into this vibe and mm-hmm. then, bam, bam. Did you know, well, I mean, because I was looking to T1, he was like, sometimes as a producer, you don't know whether the song is going to you be a hit. You don't know, you have because no idea. there's so many factors that go into what creates exactly. create a hit. But did you, did you think that this song, Shah, is, is cool? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I thought it had potential. potential. I didn't know it was going to be that, that big, big, but I thought it had potential. Hmm. Yeah. What, what made you, what made you think it had potential? Because of the vibe, the, the groove, and the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought it had potential for the club. That, that was actually what was in my mind when we were making festival. Okay, this is club music. This is mm-hmm. for people to just groove and be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, but I didn't know it was going to get that that big. That big. Now, what about um, Duros? Okay. Ah. Uh, <laughs> ah. Uh, okay. I, I made the beat first mm-hmm. for another artist, actually. <laughs> But the guy, I, I think, I think the guy was not interested in the beat, mm-hmm. so I kept it. And then Ola wrote the chorus like a year before. Oh wow! For the yeah. guy or for himself? For, for himself. Okay. He just wrote the chorus a year before without so he, without so he, the beat and everything. He had heard the beat when you. No no no. Oh, okay, just wrote the chorus. He just wrote the chorus. Okay, cool. So uh, I was playing the beat for, and 
um, he sang the chorus to B Banks, so B Banks had the chorus in his head. So mm-hmm. I was in the studio with B Banks and I played the beat for B Banks, and B Banks just sang the chorus, and everything just merged. <laughs> and then he just called out, like, Guy, remember this chorus? Remember this chorus? <laughs> Come to the studio right now, man. There's a perfect beat for it. And I just came to the studio, recorded Rose, okay, boom. So, what about the guy that you wrote the that you produced the beat for? What? Yeah, it's been I'm sharp. <laughs> I made another beat for him. Yeah. He wasn't interested in that yeah, beat, so it wasn't yeah, my fault. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's just God's plan. Yeah, that's so wild. Yeah, so look at that. I like him to the studio that day. We knocked Later, it off that yeah, day. Yeah. Boom. For you, yeah. So for you, like when you are making records, is it like more of a stream of stream of consciousness process, where yeah. you have to go and come back? No, it's a stream of consciousness process. Really? I just go. Yeah. Just go. Keep going. And where do you think that just comes from? Is it just the fact that you're very like you're just very open-minded in what yeah. you do. Like you don't seem very constricted by how no. you approach music. No, I made music with just be able tools before. Mm. As in, I'm just clanking them together, just clanking them together, and just tweaking, just making different sounds. Just I've 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 um, traveled to the mountain with my keyboard and my. I mean, I just like. Mm-hmm. I'm just very open-minded mm-hmm. with my creative process. Mm-hmm. And okay, now what about Riba Nabacha? Oh, Riba Nabacha, Riba Nabacha. What inspired? And how, even the name Rebenabacha, was it you that came up? Was it Ola? No, it was Ola. It was Ola. What, what, what did he um, do? What did you he know, there's this special Rebenda Abacha wears. <laughs> yes. You know, if you, if you can um, Google picture any, yes. uh, uh-huh. any Abacha picture, mm-hmm. there's this Rebenda yeah. Abacha wears. So tinted. It's, yeah, it's tinted, yeah. yeah. So, you know, it's just swag. That <laughs> Rebenda is just so swag. That, mm-hmm. And at that time, that was the, you know, glasses everybody was wanted. Wearing, yeah, yeah was wearing. So, you know, we just decided to do a song about that. But the music came from... I think I made I made the beat before. I just sent the I sent the beat to Ola, mm-hmm. yeah, and then he wrote Ribana Bacha to it, yeah, you know, and then he recorded himself and sent it to me. Like and then going to the studio and finished it. Uh, what about Melo 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 Melo? Yeah, uh, Melo Melo was a very special session. I'm like that was one of one of my best sessions actually uh, with Ola. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, because it was a perfect song. Yeah, um, we just. We wanted to show a side of our music that people, you know, wouldn't expect. Mm-hmm. You know, people didn't know we had that side. Yeah. People just thought it was just about the streets and sure. about the, you know, up-tempo music mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, so we shocked them with Melo Melo and, you know, we just wrote the song and, you know, we wanted we wanted it to be an acoustic song. Mm-hmm. We tried it without percussions, but we're like, okay, that would be too foreign, so let's try and bring some percussions, I'll bring it home. Mm-hmm. So so played a, a little bit of percussion and I, and I called some of my percussionists to play on it and mm-hmm. stuff so it was a very special session man. that's cool the song was the song is mad <laughs> swear so who, um, he came up with the name as well Lamide. yeah well I came up with the name do you come up with names for the songs that yeah okay now which uh, of all the songs that Alamide has mm-hmm. which ones have you come up with I cannot I actually cannot remember are you serious not we, have a lot of, we have a lot of songs together I can't remember because I have two more songs to ask about Lagos Boys and Ayo Mayweather. You never came. Well, like Ayo Mayweather. You came up with that name. Yeah. Okay, we we'll get to Ayo Mayweather. Yeah. We can we get to that. What about um Lagos? So now, quickly before I even go back to Lagos Boys, go to Lagos Boys. Mm-hmm. As a producer, because your market for the most part is Nigerian. Yeah. Do you feel like you have to always infuse Nigerian elements or African elements when it comes to horns, um, guitars, drums, gong gong? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's important because you're trying to connect to the people? Because like you said, with uh, Milo Milo, like you said yeah. that you had to add the percussion, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah. So I feel you... I feel it, it's it's important. Why? Because if your music, you know, don't connect to people, then why are you doing music for? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what's the point? Mm-hmm. Music is supposed to pass the message and you need you need to use everything to pass that message. Mm-hmm. So I think it's important to infuse African elements. We're Africans, we love groove, we love the vibe, we love yeah. the music, so, you know. If you don't put it in, then I think you're just doing it all wrong. Yeah, because I, I asked that question because I feel like there are Nigerians who like songs that do not need to have drums. Of course, you know. Of course. So I, just, I just feel like it's I mean, not sad. I just feel like it's interesting that you felt like you had to add percussion yeah. to make it more yeah. relatable, relatable to the exactly. average Nigerian. Exactly. You have to person. study the market. True, because yeah, because yeah, it's a business as well. Of course. You know, okay. Yeah. Now, all right, Lagos boys. Uh, okay. What um, inspired that? There was this. There was this slang that was going on um, back then. On the streets, the scare, 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 that's like, you know, because we, we pay attention to the street a lot because, yeah. you know, the street might inspire you, uh-huh. you know. What, what does that mean, scare, scare, 
have no idea. People just seeing it on the streets. What is that? Yeah. So just like it's just like a call and response thing. Uh, you know, like guy, how far? Are you alright? You know. So <laughs> okay. So you ask them, scare, scare, rubble, scare, and the person replies, scare, rubble, scare, scare, rubble, and they're like, okay, <laughs> this is cool. Because uh-huh. me, I, 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 it was very redeeming to me mm-hmm. because of the bounce. And yeah. Like, okay, scare, scare. We, we we initially wanted to use it for 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 a hip hop uh, song. Okay. And then we just decided to make it tribal and make it traditional. Mm-hmm. Then. You know, Lagos boy came, and then the snare. Um, remember that time was when the um, snare slang was mm-hmm. trending as well. Mm-hmm. So we decided to now make an orchestra, you know, um, an orchestra sequence with that snare. Mm-hmm. So that came. That that was the idea that brought the intro. No, the intro is the snare, 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 snare. So we wanted it to be very <laughs> melodious yeah. and very, you know, emotional. Face, yeah. yeah. Huh. So we just picked you know bits and pieces from everything and just. Okay. So did you yeah, lace the beat? Uh, Olamide wrote the song first. How which no, one I came first? Beat. Okay, and I then he heard it, and then heard it, and then he and then he wrote it. Yeah. Okay. Now, finally, Ayomi Weather. Um, Ayomi Weather. There was this sample. This um, there's this choir that I found on YouTube that they did a a cover of um, Nearer My God to the Nearer to the. So the intro of that um, cover was mm-hmm. the sample, the choir sample for Yami Oeda. Uh. <laughs> so I just chopped that and then just looped, mm-hmm. looped it and then made a beat on it and I sent it to Ola. So you were, just, you were just on YouTube randomly just watching Yeah, randomly. That. I like, I like, I like searching old songs. Yeah. Like, I like you know, listening to very old songs mm-hmm. like, like from the, from the 60s, the even the the eighteen oh oh mm-hmm. yeah eighteen hundreds. I mean, it's crazy, man. So when Ola heard it, what did he now say? I was like, he just said, "Guy, mad." That's what I said, <laughs> and I started writing. Started writing. I was like, "Guy, I have it. Come over." Record it. That, that's 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 basically how we do most of our songs. Like, yeah. I just send him the beat, and then he's like, "Guy, I have it. Come over." Oh, I'm there. Yeah. And before I even finish the beat, he's done writing. Like that's how that's fast we 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 have we have rehearsed over time mm-hmm. because uh, there was a point where you know that, that point where the money is not really mm. coming in yeah. and you know a session is about eight hours mm. so we try as much as possible uh, to milk the session the session so we make like three songs just so we've rehearsed with those yeah. kind of conditions yeah. to you know so now we're just used to it like it's even like, if we try to, t- to take long everything just happens and we're yeah. like, okay we have it now no, no. I swear it's like a, <laughs> you're a victim of condition. I swear. <laughs> the condition was bad. Ah, eight hours and, and the session then was like really expensive. Yeah. About 40 grand, 50 grand wow. for eight hours. I'm like, okay. You eight it. hours. You have to make like three songs, man. <laughs> so do you feel like it's it's impo- it's really important as a producer to know what the street is or what the streets I mean, it depends. It depends on what you're what you're looking for. Yeah. Me, I get I get a lot of things from the streets. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, it's important. Yeah. You know, I mean, street has everything, man. Okay. Now you talked about sampling real quick. Yeah. Now, as a producer, do you think that sampling is good from a creative perspective, and do you think that it limits your productivity? No, I don't. I don't. I don't think it does. I think it opens doors for a lot more music to come into your life, because mm-hmm. you know. I, I don't sample because I'm lazy. I sample because it's it's fun mm. and because it it just changes your music. Like it just it's it's like you're you're, you're bringing the aura from that song, the emotions from that song, and mm-hmm. you're mixing it with your own, and it, it just creates something different, something that stands out from mm-hmm. the from the norm. Yeah. And really, there's nothing new under the sun. So you know, I just look for most times. I just look for good samples and especially vocal samples. Jesus, I love choirs and stuff. Yeah. Ugh. Those are my weak spots. <laughs> I just I still still on sampling. What about the fact that there are issues when it comes to copyright, license, the legal issues? And yeah, issues? yeah. I I, I try that? I try and solve that. There is there there are, there are places I pay for royalty free samples. Cool. Yeah, so I don't do yeah I don't do piracy. Because a lot of people, like, no, a lot of the German producers, I hear something like, do they get the clearance and license? <laughs> no, I don't, do, I don't do piracy. Okay. I, that, that, that's why. You, most of the songs I, I sample are not popular songs. Why? Because they have um, they are royalty free, mm. and royalty free songs are not really that yeah. popular. And you actually pay for them. And I actually pay for them. Okay. Yeah. So I get the samples I pay yeah. for the royalty free thing, and then I'm good that's to good go. covering your legal end. Ah, you no know. time on. Because you don't want to get sued. I, I can't go to America tomorrow and somebody sue me for eleven million dollars <laughs> for what? Because I use one vocal. <laughs> but, it, it, but, but, that's, but that's because the person owns the copyright to the song yeah, so you yeah. know you should get the clearance yeah, um, but that, that's cool I'm happy that to hear that you actually true. do get the clearance for that now in your opinion um, Fields yep. what do you think makes an excellent music producer 
um, your ears, in my opinion. Elaborate more on that. Um, you don't have to know how to play an instrument. You don't have to be a good keyboardist or a good drummer. Just have perfect ears. I have producers that I've known producers that can't play jack on the keyboard, mm-hmm. but their ears are like massive. I have a guy that doesn't play the keyboard, but he just has one guy that plays the keyboard and just directs the guy and just because ears. So I think for a good for to be a good music producer, you have to have perfect ears. That's so interesting because some people yeah. say that I've asked some people and they said that as a music producer, mm-hmm. it is important that you need to know how to play, even nah. if it's one instrument. Nah, it's not. I mean, the uh, especially digital music, yeah. it's not. I mean, you can you can you know manually put in mm-hmm. notes and stuff mm-hmm. on footy loops and on Logic and everything. Mm-hmm. So you, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's good to know how mm-hmm. to play, but it's not really a. It's not a must. Yeah. Because you're trying to like create a. If you're trying to ensure that a song has an organic life feel. Yeah. Um, you're saying that in your opinion, you can bring someone to the studio. You can to bring play someone the piano, to the exactly, the drums, exactly. The bongo, That's the still producing. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Now, at what point do you think someone should be labeled a music pro- producer professionally? Uh. I asked that question because. There's this growing debate that there are beat makers and then yeah, there are music are producers and, and music people producers. that are beat makers are trying to deceive people that they're music producers. Yeah, so, true. Um, what what is your take on that? I think I think a I think it's true because there's some I've made I've made music where you know I had two beat makers on the song you know and mm-hmm. I was just a music producer. You know, and I just stayed back and I just directed things, you know, stuff for movies and stuff for for stage and for some guys in Abuja as well. But I think there are beat makers and there are music producers. A beat maker just focuses on the beat and mm-hmm. just, you know, just, you know, creates the beat and just drop it or something. But a music producer focuses on the song, from the artist to the harmonies. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I do all my harmonies myself, but people don't know. Mm. Like all the harmonies for all the songs I've ever produced, that's that was me. That's cool. You know, so I focus on the harmonies, focus on the vibe of the song, focus on the push of the song, focus on the you know marketing strategy of the song. How you know how um, fast is it gonna move? Like how relatable is it to the street? And how you know? So a music producer focuses on all that, and a beat maker just focuses on the beat on the MP3 file and just drops the MP3 file and it's good to go. College mm. one move, but yeah. a music producer has to you know put other things into. Consideration. Into consideration. Okay. Now you yeah. touched a bit about the fact that you produced um, music for movies yeah. and TV. Can you, talk, yeah. can you talk a bit more about that? Um, there's, this, there's this movie coming out. Okay. I, I, I don't think I'm allowed to say okay, the name yeah. yet. Okay. But yeah, it's. You, you know, produced yeah. Okay. So when, when, you, when it comes out, we'll know that you yeah, did yeah, it. Yeah, okay. yeah. And then what about TV shows? Which ones can you talk um, about? Uh, I can talk about. There's, there's one I, I, I did for Mnet. Okay. I can't remember. Um, is, it, is it Yemi Mora Fast Film? Okay. Yeah. I actually can't remember. That's no, fine. Yeah. What was that process like for you? Um, it yeah. was fresh because that was the first. That was <laughs> yeah. the first time I did it because I I didn't just do the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. I did the folly and the sound design and oh, wow. the you know the dialogue and mm-hmm. the ADRs and everything. It was really really eye opening for me. Yeah. How so? Um, because I've never done that before and I realized that that was something I could do. Yeah. So and I did it really well. Uh, okay. I was impressed with myself. <laughs> you're very like. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you actually I was impressed with myself. Yeah. So do, is that myself. something you're going to continue to do? In of course. The future, of course. In 2017 as well. Of course. I'm starting a company. It's called Mr. Producer Inc. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so you're going to be doing movies, so be and, movies and TV and shows. And show production actually yeah. as well. That's really awesome. Graphics and multimedia. Because people don't know like all the graphics for Olic, the last Olic, I made all the graphics, stage graphics and the video intro and. Wow. Everything you know, and picture and all the um, the graphics for the album. I made that as well for the Glory album for Yomi Weda. Yeah, I made Yomi Weda for wow. YBNL. No, no, no. H Code made the one for YBNL for Rhapsody. I did graphics for Rhapsody wow. for the first album. Yeah, and for like two, for like one other album. So you're not just a music producer. No, you no. also do other things. No. That's cool. Yeah. So you're slowly but surely building your own empire. Of course. That's, that's really <laughs> to hear. Like it's important because I feel mm-hmm. like people should not be. I mean, obviously, it's important that you are you specialize in something. But if you're good in so many things, um, I don't think that's a bad thing. And you no, feel like you can make a company out of it. Then it's more power to you. That's really good. You know, <laughs> no, I, I, I think I just never knew that. Like that's that you did, did you stuff like that. Um, but how did you even learn that? How did you learn? Did you self-taught? Like, also through oh, YouTube. Yeah, through YouTube. And I don't so, play with internet. <laughs> no, I don't play with internet. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's in, even well, we're in 2017, but I feel like we're it's in we're in the 
we're like in a society or the world whereby there's no reason or an excuse for anyone to say that mm-hmm. I I can't learn anything, right? Of course. Because if you're learning from YouTube, then who has of an course. excuse? I mean. Nobody has an excuse. Yeah. I mean, some people are unfortunate, so I, re- I understand yeah, that. True. But okay. Now, as a music producer, what do you do when a session isn't going well with an artist? Um, I I sit you down and I talk some sense into you. <laughs> How so? That's, yeah, um, I talk some sense into me. I'm like. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I learned that from Adi Kabasa. Mm. Actually, he. It's not. It's not safe to sound like someone else mm. it's not it it's it affects your creativity it limits you as a human like because you don't believe in yourself you don't believe you can do what um, um, um something unique because you don't believe you can create. you just want to copy and just follow the crowd and i mean just stand out and do something but do you feel like it's because they don't believe in themselves or the fact that the nigerian market is such that if an artist says, I want to do, for example, rock music, mm-hmm. the average Nigerian person does not give two S about rock music. And for the, that artist, they do want to make, like you said, you are paying 40K for a session. Yeah. That they, That's not being, do you know what I mean? Yeah. So for some of these artists, maybe they feel like that's the only way that they can get their foot in the door. Yeah. So it, as a producer, do you kind of like empathize with them as well? Yeah, I do. But I still, th- I think I have mm-hmm. the strong belief that any genre can move in Nigeria. I mean, we proved that with Adekunle Gold. True. Yeah, any genre we can move in. You just, you just have to resi- um, think about how relatable it's going to be to the market. Mm. I mean, you know, Nigerians actually love music. Mm. We actually listen to good music. Yeah. We actually, you know, can identify good yeah. music from, yeah. from a work song. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, for, for Nigerians, it's just about the vibe. Mm. If you can get the Afro vibe right, you know, whether, it, whether you place the vibe on rock or, on re- or in reggae or, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, mm-hmm. it can move. Okay. Now, yeah. what's your, uh, sp- speaking on like Afro Afro yeah. music, what is your take on the whole debate of um, Nigerian music being Afrobeat or Afrobeat? Do you feel like Nigerian music should have a name that can be identified anywhere in the world, or is it just yeah. what? What is what is your take on that? Oh yeah, I think I think I think I think Nigerian music should have a name. What 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 name would you give it? Afro Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Afro Ninja. <laughs> because you know, like within oh, Afro Ninja, according to Bills, there's you know, there's Apala, yeah. there's Fuji, yeah. there's Pop, there's Afro Pop, there's yeah. Afro Beat. Yeah. Um. Uh, yeah. Someone someone said Afro Fusion one time. Yeah. Um, do, do, but do, do you think there's that's Afro Eye Life? Afro Hell, Yeah. Do you think that's an oh. issue though? That the fact that we label every song that comes out from Nigeria as Afro Beats? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think. I think Why that's so? an issue. I I don't know I don't, I just I think I think Afrobeat should be like this the categories then there there should be like little subcategories under it where you have the aquala and you have the this and you have the that and you have you know yeah but then what if you say Afrobeats then doesn't mm-hmm. that ex- automatically exclude people who do pop or you know because I'm, I'm I guess my point is I feel like whenever I hear the term Afrobeats. Yeah. For me, my mind automatically just goes to like Fela Femi, you know. Yeah, like, I'm true. just like so. True, true. I feel like Afrobeat is so like. Why do you have a name called Afrobeat? I don't know. Yeah. yeah, there's an S at the end, um, but you're saying that either Afrobeat or what do you call Afro Ninja? Afro Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, people will take that into consideration. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully, I will not belabor the point. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, speaking of Adekunle Goji, um, produced his song "Ready," right? Yeah. Well, can you take us through what that what that experience was like? Um, and what what even inspired the song? It was in the studio actually. Oh. It was in the studio. Oh. Um, we 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 just wanted to we wanted to do a follow up or pick up, mm-hmm. but we we wanted to um, approach it from a different angle, mm-hmm. you know, um, and we wanted a different message. Mm. You know, so um, Kule came up with the message of, you know, someone, you know, asking to, you know, be hitched, you know, basically asking mm-hmm. for beep and, you mm-hmm. know, asking somebody to help, help him for me by style of, yeah, so, yeah. you know, because Kule likes, he's a storyteller, mm-hmm. basically, so he comes up with stories that, you know, of, of messages mm-hmm. he, wants, he wants to pass and he just sends them to me that, okay, I want to make this music that, what what do I think would be the right emotion, would be the right vibe for mm-hmm. for for this kind of song. Ready, initially, we wanted to make it very emotional and very slow and very, you know, but then we just decided to just up the tempo a bit and, you know. Why did you choose up the tempo? Um, because of the message. Yeah. yeah. Okay, because it felt like a slower yeah. a slower groove or whatever it was. Yeah. It would not convey it would not that. Com- yeah, it wouldn't it would not work. Mix, uh, oh. Message, of course. Okay, and who came up with the title, Ready? Kule. Kule oh, did. okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Now, um, which other artists do you hope to work with in 2017? Um, 
Let's start with Nigerian though. Nigerian, um, who, who, who? Like you've got says the world is ending today, who? and you had like six months. <laughs> I like to work with Mecca. Oh, okay. And I like I like to work with Asha. Okay, and why? What is it about uh, them that? I don't know. I just love them, and their music is exceptional. Especially Asha. Mm. Asha's music is out of this world, man. I would like to just just be in the same room with her mm. and just make music. Yeah. Just, you know, make like five songs. <laughs> well, I hope so, that comes to fruition yeah. for you. Yeah. I hope so, too. That's Amen. Cool. <laughs> cool. Now, does Steels, as a producer, do you have a unique sound? How can someone just... How, can, how do you... In your in your mind, when you're creating a song, or you're creating a beat, or you're you know producing a song from yeah. its entire in, in its entirety, excuse me, how do you try to ensure that your imprint is on the song, whereby it's on the radio, and someone says, oh, even if there's no feels on the beat, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Like how do you what what is it about your your records that people can say this is a feels production? You can tell from my drums. She listen to uh, drums are very drums, central, yeah. especially the drum rolls. I you know I put drums where <laughs> where you wouldn't expect. <laughs> Yeah, Why exactly. I don't know. I just like it. I'm, 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 I'm a drummer as well, mm-hmm. you know. So, I don't know. I just like playing roles, man. I just like showing off on the drums. Man. <laughs> I mean, it's just it's one of my flaws. Yeah, <laughs> I swear. Because <laughs> if I play in church, I just show off a lot. Are you and serious? They complain a lot. <laughs> I just show off, show off. So that I think I think that actually mm-hmm. you know affects my music as well. So you can mm-hmm. tell from my drums. Okay. That that's a feels production. Now, who and what influences your music? I know you touched about that, but I'm talking about um, in terms of music producers. Music producers who, um, who are the people that have influenced you as a producer? Kabasa. Okay. Idi Kabasa, of course. Kobams. What yeah. is it about? Before you go to school, what is, what is it about Idi Kabasa that influenced? Um, not just the music. Mm. Idi Kabasa influenced my life, mm. and it still does mm. till today. I, I call him my guardian angel. Yeah. You know, I just don't don't, uh, don't want his head to swell. Swell. <laughs> Um, he's is is exceptional. He's he's a father to me. He's a mm. mentor. He's a friend. You know, he he gave me a lot of wisdom about life and how to handle, you know, challenges and obstacles and how to handle musical challenges mm-hmm. as well and how to handle the fame and you know the the money and the um, attention that comes with it and mm-hmm. everything. You know, that Kabasa would don't misbehave since. <laughs> swear, man, because yeah. it got to a point where you know it was a bit tough for me to, mm. you know, because mm. you know. But you know, we thank God. Yeah, that's good to hear. And you said Kobams. Yeah, Kobams. And what is it about Kobams? Um, Kobams music is just very classical and very. I don't know. This, it just has this vibe, man, that I really love. You know, so I listen to a lot of Kobams. Mm-hmm. And the funny, the funny thing is, I've not, I've never met Kobams. No. That's the funny thing. I, I think we're going to meet in 2017. You I have will. That. Yeah. yeah I have I'm sure we're going to meet in 2017. Yeah. But you know, I like, you know, I like, I like the vibe of his music and his, his. He's a testimony that anything is possible. Mm, that's cool. That's another thing I like about him. Would you like to, in some time, maybe either this year, next year, co-produce of with course. either ID or of course. Um, Kobams? Of course. Yeah. Okay. Of course. Now, that's, that's, that's an Nigerian. That's Nigerian, And what yeah. about internationally? Internationally, Scott Storch. <laughs> I think so. so um, like yeah. yeah, Scott Storch. What is it about Scott that? His music is phenomenal. One is a piano person, mm-hmm. and I'm a piano person, so you know, just that just got me hooked. Mm-hmm. And you know, he he made a mistake that I learned from. Mm. What was the mistake? You know, the he stopped working. Hmm. That was the mistake he made. He stopped working. Like like there was a in 2009, Scotch was everywhere. True. Like that was that was the year of the Scots. Yep. Man. Everything <laughs> was Scotch Touch. The fire was amazing. It was yeah. on cover of Times Magazine. Yeah. It was. It just blew and then it just stopped working. Yeah. I yeah. got too comfortable. Was that a reason life. why you stopped working? He got too comfortable. Started mm. doing drugs. Yeah, so he, true. You know, started, you know, the ladies mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the cars mm-hmm. and everything. So he just stopped working and <laughs> you don't stop working in musical. Boys yeah. just take over. <laughs> so everybody just took over. Yeah. And you know. So it's got um Swiss beats. Okay. Yeah. Um Pharrell. The way he samples. Mm. The way he samples is mad. Yeah. It's very mad. Pharrell, then Kanye West. Okay. What about Pharrell? What is it about Pharrell? Swa- Pharrell's swag. <laughs> his swag on his song is just amazing, man. Yeah. The way he... His bounce mm. is really amazing. And his swag in videos and, and stuff. And the way he... His personality, basically, yeah. is just amazing. And then Kanye West. What is it about Kanye? Because of his no... No bullshit. Mm. Um, I used to say the word bullshit. No <laughs> bullshit uh, personality. And, mm. you know, his drive, basically. His hustle spirit. Yeah.
some of your colleagues believe that producers do not get enough credit. Yeah. Is that something, that's the same sentiment that you share? Yeah, that's the same sentiment I share. And uh, unlike a lot of other people, I'm trying to do something about it. Can you uh, yeah. elaborate on that? There is a company I'm working on. I'm starting with my partner, my business partner. Okay. Um, it's called Lyric Cash. Lyric Cash? Yeah, okay. it's called Lyric Cash. Um, Lyric Cash is a, it's an online platform. It's basically just simple. It's just listing and earn. It pays you to listen to music and build a community on the platform. It pays you to, to listen, listen to, to music. music. Yeah. So Lyric Cash is a platform where the artists make money, the producer make money, the fans mm. make money. Wow. From one system and from the music business. So everybody's getting to, into the music business together through Lyric Cash. The fans are getting into the music business with the artist and the mm-hmm. producer. Okay. So everybody makes money. Okay. It's a very long, yeah. you know, talk, but that's just no, yeah, a, but that's, that's a good that's summary. Brief, yeah. So is that going to start into this year? It started already. Oh. so We, have, we have about 150 people registered already. Oh. So but this year we're planning on, because we're, we're done testing and we're yeah. done. So this year we're planning on moving like okay. ASAP. So what is the website again? Lyricash.com. Lyricash.com. Do you have yeah. Twitter handles? And? At Lyricash Biz. Okay. At Lyricash Biz. Biz, yeah. Okay. I'm just saying so that, you know, you get, yeah. let people know what you're doing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um... But what do you, what do you think is the reason for producers not getting enough credit? I think I think we lack a lot of structure in the music industry because mm-hmm. I don't think I don't think credit is the word. I think um, profit is the word because mm, I don't because there are a lot of producers in in, the, in America that you don't even know their name. Yeah, you know, not everybody wants the credit. Not everybody sure. wants the fame. Yeah. Not everybody wants the. But I yeah. mean. Let the profit speak, man. The way let I say the, credit is all encompassing. Yeah, okay, but yeah, okay. But yeah, uh-huh. I mean, let the bank account reflect <laughs> the work. Yeah. You understand? Mm-hmm. So I think structure, lack of structure affects that a lot because, mm-hmm. you know, the the producers have been sidelined since they won. You know, and I think, you know, it's high time to start. Yeah, there are some bodies coming up that want to, you know, that wants to create structure, you know, so it's just one step at a time. I think we'll get there. I think we'll get there. Lyricash.com, right? Lyricash.com. We'll check it out after the... Yeah, show. check it out. Yeah. So you are one of YBNL's yeah. in-house producer, right? So just you and then there's... um. It's me, there's John, there's B-Banks. B-Banks, okay. Now, what has that experience been like? Um, We're all family, we're all one blood. Mm. But when they walk, don't they too much. <laughs> <laughs> John, 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 John has been my friend from way back, from mm-hmm. my former studio at Ajawa Estates. Mm-hmm. You know, so I called him up and I was like, guy... I need you on this with me, man. I can't, cause I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a stingy person. I'm not, you know. There's no point. I mean, whatever it takes to get the job done, just do it. You know. So I called up John. I'm like, guy, we have to do this together, man. You have to jump on it. And I told Ola, and Ola was cool with it, and you know. Yeah. And the first song he made was "Story for the Gods," <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. That was it for everybody. That was it for Ola. Yeah. That was it for him. That's really nice to hear. Um, you know why I say that? Because I interviewed Shay Keys. Yeah. And that was another thing that he also talked about, that for him as a producer, he's very collaborative. Exactly. But I also say that because I've spoken to some producers in Nigeria, mm-hmm. and they say that the Nigerian music industry is such that producers are, even though they, they may pretend to be friends, they yeah. don't want to say, oh, Shade, you want to produce this type of record? Go to yeah, Bills, go to, to Shay. But wh- why is that? Though? I don't know. I don't know. Because yeah, like you know. said, we, we said that Nigerian producers do not even get enough credit, and even just like you said, the profit aspect. Yeah. So why don't people feel like they should support each other? I don't know, man. I honestly do not know. Yeah, I mean, I, don't, I mean, I have no. I, have I, have, no, I, swear. I mean, I get the fact that no idea, yeah, people man. want to get the shine, but then yeah. isn't it like you you see some records and you see like five producers on one of the on one record or on one I mean on one song you know so I, it doesn't take away feels his awesomeness it to doesn't. talk about to say oh you know what you want to produce a song go and meet Young John you want to do this go of talk course. to Shay go talk to Kobams go talk to you know Oscar go talk to whoever you know what I'm trying of to course. say Still sticking on the YBNL, YBNL as an in-house producer, yeah. do you all, do you feel like in some ways that that also limits business opportunities for you because you are assigned to your no. like under one? Like, no, no, I don't. I don't think so. Okay. I mean, YBNL is family. I don't see YBNL as a label. YBNL is um, is me. Yeah. yeah. You can't separate me from YBNL because mm-hmm. that's that's where it all started. Yeah. That's where that's the foundation, and you know. I can't forget the foundation. Yeah. So if, to me, it's not a label, and doesn't it doesn't hinder you know yeah. any business you opportunities. Feel like it enhances. Uh, yeah, I think it enhances. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, because obviously, YBNL is a brand. Yeah. So people hear that you know you are so obviously gives you some level of clout. Of course. Yeah. Okay. 
now we're gonna wrap it up so they okay. can go get some sleep alright <laughs> cause I know you're super tired uh, but thank you so much for being here yeah uh, what, have you been, <laughs> what have you been listening to recently a lot of John Bellion a lot of John Bellion why is that I don't know. The guy is just fantastic. A lot of John Bellion, a lot of Nathaniel Bassi. Oh. Yeah, a lot of Nathaniel Bassi and a lot of... There's this guy, James Fontley. Fo- Fo- is it Roy? Roy, yeah. Something, yeah. yeah. A lot of James Fontley as well. Okay. So those are the guys I'm listening yeah. to right now. What a, so that's international, right? That's, what that's about, international. What about Nigerian? Right? Nigerian Nathaniel Bassi, of course. Okay, yeah, yeah. Nathaniel okay, Bassi. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a big gospel music fan, so... Mm. You know, it's Nigerian gospel. Yeah. Nathaniel Bassi, um, Frank Edwards, okay. um, Two Face, okay. with Grass to Grace album. That's a, that's um, a classic. Yeah. Okay. Then um, The Glory. I've mm, listened to The okay. Glory a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I know, we need to talk about The Glory, because I know that you produced a couple of songs from The yeah. Glory. Um, there was one that was Born a Boy. Yeah. yeah. What was that? Just talk about The Omo Obi Antem. Omo Obi, yeah. Yeah. What was... Um, Ola... I was in the studio with Olamide, yeah? Uh-huh. So he told me... We called Bonner up and he told me Bonner was coming to the studio that night. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there was this beat we already, we we wanted to use for Bonner, and then I, I was like, no, I need to make a beat that will be you know, that will be worthy. Worthy of Bonner. Bonner boy and Olamide comes yeah. coming in it. Uh-huh. So I I started working on something and Ola went to sleep and then Bonner Bonner came back and you know I asked them to give me 20 more minutes mm-hmm. so I can. I, Round up the beat mm-hmm. and they were, they were listening to the album for 20 minutes and I was mm-hmm. just doing, you know, stuff. doing stuff and I just played the beat for Bonner and Bonner just went mad. <laughs> and that was yeah. a Moby Anthem. So uh, I guess what what inspired the the beat? The like were you just playing the chords, the keys? Yeah, I was just playing the chords. All, all I had this grand piano mm-hmm. in his in his living room, so mm-hmm. I just went there with my laptop, plugged yeah. the grand piano, and I just started playing around and just started and just. Yeah. And then, and then there was a sample. There was, there was a South African sample in the beginning that inspired the whole, inspired the, the whole, whole thing. Song. Yeah. Okay. And then at the end, I just removed the sample. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, no, it just didn't work anymore. No, it just didn't work. It doesn't okay. work anymore. So Initially, you thought just, you would, but yeah, then you yeah. didn't. Okay. So you you did Omawobe, and then I read yeah, that yeah. You... we made, we made about about seventy something songs for this album. Seventy something. Yeah. Wow. So we I, had to I, select from. That's cool. Um, using one word, how would you describe your family? <laughs> Drama. Reality TV show. Have you guys thought about that? Like going MTV? I actually thought about it. My family is just hilarious, man. I swear. So many dramas, so many drama, man. So like many. Wahala here, Wahala no, it's not actually Wahala. It's just we just play a lot. Yeah, we play a lot, and it's just very fun. It's yeah, fun. It's that's fun. cool. I mean, it's so fun, <laughs> so much. Fun. That's awesome to hear. Now, what's your favorite time of the day? Midnight. <laughs> Why? Because everywhere is just quiet. Uh, Sometimes I feel like this the world is too noisy. Mm, true. Sure, yeah, so midnight is good for me. Yeah. Everybody's just quiet, yeah. just me and my thoughts, or mm-hmm. me and my music, yeah. or me and my book. Or, yeah. you know, so midnight is my favorite. So it helps, I, it helps you think? Yeah, it helps me think. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Now, what three famous people that are living or dead would you want at a dinner party that you were hosting? <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Why I just want to have a conversation with him. Basically. About? About music, okay. yeah, of course. Okay. About music and about his thought process. Mm. You know, yeah. Michael Jackson, Steve Jobs. Mm, why Steve Jobs? Because I'm a big fan, man. Oh. I'm like one of his biggest fans. Obviously, I see you have an Apple. Of course. <laughs> or a Mac, rather. A Mac, uh, you know. I'm, I'm a big Apple fan. Okay. I'm a big Steve Jobs fan. Okay. You know, the way he talks, the way he thinks, mm. the uh, the way he... His hustle spirit, mm. you know. And the way he tackles impossibilities. Mm. Yeah, living person, um, Jim Ron. No, I think Jim Ron is there. Yes, Jim Ron is there, but Jim Ron, of course. Jim Ron, who's that? He's a motivational speaker. Oh. Yeah. Okay, why would you want him? Because I just want him to talk to me, just talk some sense. <laughs> just talk. I don't want sense, just stand yeah. there and just talk. Yeah. Now, who's the kindest person that you know? Olamde. Oh. What is it about him? He He's a giver. Yeah. He... He, he can go broke just to give. Oh. That's the kind of that's that's you know that's how extreme he is when yeah. he gives. Yeah. So he's really kind. There are a lot of people he has 
lifted up. There are lots of people that has that he has given hope to, you know. Yeah. So he's 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 really kind. He's really really kind. That's so nice. That's so nice to hear. Shout out to Alami. If he's listening to this, don't let, don't let your head swell. <laughs> Alami, better listen. <laughs> now, what what do you like to do on a rainy day? Sleep. <laughs> I hardly sleep, mm. so. You Why know, don't you sleep? You know that sleep is important, right? I know it is, but I feel like twenty-four hours is not enough. Yeah. For me, man. But you know that I you cannot try and malfunction as the human. I know, I know, I know, I know. So I just try to. I hardly sleep. Yeah. I hardly sleep because if I'm not thinking about music, I'm thinking about graphics. I'm thinking about motion graphics. I'm thinking about animation. I'm thinking about Louis Cash. I'm mm-hmm. thinking about this. I'm thinking about that. So I hardly, I hardly sleep. I always tell people that there'll be enough time to sleep when I'm dead. So. <laughs> I think <laughs> so, that's like don't you don't <laughs> So you know, I hardly. Sleep. This yeah. is this is the time to hustle. If I don't yeah. use my youth to, sure. you know. Yeah. But do, do make sure that you do get some time for yourself. Cause yeah, you know, I, do, like, I, do, yeah, I do, I do, I do, I do. I mean, I'm supposed to be going to London on Sunday to yeah. buy chill, not sing, just yeah. chill. Just chill, right? Just chill, Don't, Yeah, I hope you enjoy your time there. Now, final question. Yeah. If you were guaranteed to be successful in a different profession, what would you want to do? I'd like to be a a movie director. Why? Because it's, it's, it takes a very, very high level of creativity to be that. Mm-hmm. It takes a very, very... You you see life differently. You see you see life in, in you see life in lenses. Like you see life in I don't know. I sat down with a movie director one day and that day I just decided, man, I wish I was a movie director, <laughs> man. Because the way the, his angle towards life is just different from every other person's. Yeah. You know. So yes, I'd like to be a, a movie producer. Okay. So if people want to keep up with you and yep. but people don't even that they don't even follow you on social media I want to know how to reach you or follow what you're doing can you talk can you tell them what your Twitter handle Instagram handle Facebook okay. um, handles are yeah you can follow me on the, on Instagram at feels on the beat that's okay. P-H-E-E-L-Z mm-hmm. on the beat full spelling and on Twitter at Feels Beats, mm-hmm. on Snapchat at Feels Beats. Oh, yeah, I'm on Snapchat. Too. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on Snapchat. Okay. And on Facebook at Feels Moses. Feels Moses? Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, well, thank you so much, Feels. I had a lovely time talking to you. I did. Too. Thank you for really taking did. us through your creative process. Thank you for and, having me. And I hope that you have a safe trip to London. Yeah. And get some sleep and some rest, right? I will. Okay, we'll be back next week with another awesome producer. And this, oh, no, maybe not in the studio, but shall we be back with another awesome, <laughs> <laughs> awesome producer? Bye. The SNC podcast is produced by Shade Anousier and Tommy Wapawumi. To ensure you don't miss subsequent episodes, you can follow the show on its various social media handles at the SNC podcast. So that's T-H-E-S-N-C-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And that name is universal across Twitter, Instagram, SoundCloud, Facebook, iTunes, and Mixcloud. Till next week, cheers. <laughs>